Okay, so here is take two of the Tanya and Joyce podcast. <laughs> or actually, I guess this would be take one because I was the only one on the first one. Take but. one point A. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we're here talking about... Microdosing shrooms. Yep, and the new possibilities in 2021, the end of a pandemic and a long period of social isolation is ending, at, coinciding with the year that Oregon decriminalized drugs and allowed uh, medical use of psychedelics in therapy. Yes. So... <laughs> Here this we is are. a big opportunity. <laughs> how how can we make this work to where more people can microdose? And uh, it might be the uh, the new Roaring Twenties because they're yes. saying that the same thing kind of happened at the end of Prohibition last time, and also coming out of the Depression, and we're coming out of this pandemic, and uh, people are going to want to be socializing more than ever and yet still a little standoffish about big groups so it seems ideal for small mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. intimate settings yes. more and i think that's what we're going to be psychedelics are of. best experienced in small groups yeah for, for the, the most, most part, part. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> oh that's hilarious because i'm thinking awesome skating yeah yeah <laughs> Yes, but. you have to have a certain expertise to take it beyond uh, just uh, you My know. butt is wiggling that wind chime over and over. Yeah, so uh, here we are talking about so Oregon we, in the new world of, uh, um, yeah, what is this so going to mean? And so the decriminalization of marijuana across the United States probably is leading to the decriminalization of psychedelics overall, like in the next 10 or 15 years, maybe? Well, yeah, it seems like Hopefully. just like we led the way for the rest of the country on uh, cannabis, now mm -hmm. uh, we're going to also be the um, the Myconauts, as, yeah, uh, as Paul Stamets likes to call the people that are like experimenting in the uh, mycological realm. Wonderful. And, um, which is another thing, if people don't realize that the character on the Star Trek program that's yes. named after him called Paul Stamets, and they have a mycelial... Uh, drive in their yes. spaceship and it's all it goes uh, everywhere yeah and so uh, I, I heard him say that he wanted to inspire people just like we all got inspired by the uh, things that we saw in Star Trek and now we all have cell phones that look a lot like the uh, what they call, communicators the yeah right? oh Star Trek so. inspires me they have transgender trans like species people oh yeah and William women. Shatner he was the first uh, trans what was it um uh, with first alien kiss, I guess. Oh yeah, <laughs> right? he kissed Okara too. Yeah, right. Black lady, yeah, you know, like right. that was a big deal. Well, yeah. wait, no, she's kissed Spock. See, no, I love no, Spock. it was it was William Shatner. Spock, shout too, out I to think. all the asexual yeah. Spock lovers. So you know. uh, they were breaking all kinds of boundaries. <laughs> that's all. That's a show that I'm always wanting to watch because when I heard about the mycelial drive. Like, it just made sense to me. Like, it's so cool that even mainstream mm -hmm. is talking about it. So yeah. It makes well, sense that... So, I think we're going to see a lot more of an open discussion. I think, just like people were afraid to talk about cannabis openly... Yeah. But they definitely been... wanted to come to the pot party. Yeah. They, now, everybody is not afraid to talk about mm -hmm. that. They're out of the closet, out of the grow mm -hmm. closet. And I think you're going to start seeing that with psychedelics, too. People are going to be less afraid to describe their experiences. All right. the boomers are getting to an age where they are not ashamed to yeah. talk about being at Woodstock or whatever. Not afraid that they're going to get arrested. <laughs> yeah. So they're like, yeah, I trip. <laughs> and so I think that we really are reaching a, a 
period where people are open to those ideas again after we've deconstructed the drug war and realized mm-hmm. a lot of that was, um, you know, just racist propaganda. And right. They wanted to sell, you know, cigarettes and alcohol. So, mm-hmm. I mean, look at the how much money has been made mm-hmm. from those maladaptive crutches. That... Right. And, and now that people are aware of things like Hearst... Uh, yeah. you know, and uh, the, his working with uh, the government and Hoover and uh, yeah. to, to try to criminalize people for drugs and um, and use that as That's a tool. Cool. And, and so now that people are more aware of that, we're seeing that there wasn't a lot of truth to the... And actually, we were right about other plants, so maybe they'll give us a shot with this one because... You know, cannabis had a really bad rap for a long right. time, and now it's saving lives, it and is. it's known pretty much yeah. around the world as a you know miracle cure for a lot of things. So, and it helps almost everything. If you enjoy using it, it helps. Yeah, even if it Anyone doesn't cure you, it, it will at least alleviate like, symptoms it or does. Uh, make you feel better about your situation, even mm-hmm. regardless. So, I think uh, what we're seeing now, though, with the psychedelics is that it's about to be um, mainstream and you know people are going to be able to deal with their trauma and their alcoholism and their PTSD and and things in Mm -hmm. a way that were never really addressed before and um, that's a good thing so and we need it after the former person yeah uh, I think using all of us uh, and the things that we keep seeing mm-hmm. in on the media of people being, you know, sort of the genocide that we see. Yeah, I think we came out of a, a very dark year, and I don't think we can lose the momentum that uh, allowed us to get a new president because people were uh, just really feeling like apocalyptic last year yeah. between the pandemic and the fires and the social unrest and the fascism Boy. and it was all uh, just getting too weird uh, and being and disconnected from everyone on mm-hmm. well, the fake Oregon, news we were mm-hmm. told to stay home mm-hmm. but I guess in other parts of the country there was all this talk I mean I don't know I didn't see it but a lot of like division about wearing masks or not yeah, and if it was real or not, and so I can't even imagine what those people went through. Yeah, they're trying to quarantine, and then there's a bunch of crazy people. All yeah, over. at least we were all basically on I the same like, page here, and yeah. that's why we did good. Actually, Oregon well, did really we well. Did real, um, yeah, and even Seattle, where it was, you could say, oh, well, Oregon's rural. Well, not uh, in Seattle, not really and they Seattle. also did very good, yes. uh, considering they were one of the first cities to um, be hit hard. And so I think it has a lot to do with the people's attitude right. and, and the common sense people mm-hmm. that are in charge. And the West has always li- led the way with that. We've always been the, um, the the first to explore consciousness as you know important in this in this situation and I think until we do have a change of will like all the solutions are there we just need to engage you know them because people just aren't wanting to do what makes sense to the rest of us so we've got to figure out how to get them on the I'm same page to, get them to come to yes, our party we have to get them to come to the party <laughs> by microdosing and then feeling that feeling of connection yeah. and like Oh uh-huh. my god, I do like humans. I mm-hmm. don't want to yes. like attack anybody. I don't want to be better than anyone. I Nature is beautiful. <laughs> yeah, right. So, here's to that. And um hope you join us next time on that note. Yes. Bye.